Menopause Moment, Brief Conversations, Deep Knowledge. The number one show for women coping with perimenopause and menopause because no woman should go through menopause alone. Welcome to Menopause Moment. I'm Susan Barantini Mo. This episode is brought to you by Medterra, RCBD, your health. My guest today is Katrina McGee, the founder and chief inspiration officer of the Loving On Me Enterprise. What began as a simple blog and social media accounts has grown to be an empowered women's online inspiration destination. Katrina is also the author of the book, Loving On Me, Lessons Learned on the Journey from Mess to Message. Hi, Katrina. Welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. It's menopause moment. <laughs> Well, you know, this was a little bit in the works when you were on my show, twoquestions.tv, um, and you and I had this wonderful chat about our hot flashes <laughs> after the show, and so we decided, you know, you needed to be on this show when it was launched, and so here you are. Welcome to Menopause Moment. It's so exciting. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so let's get into it. Tell me about your menopause story. When did you start? Was it easy for you? What's the scoop? So, you know, honestly, I think that I've probably started um, being perimenopausal many years ago. I had to have a hysterectomy probably, mm -hmm. oh my goodness, almost 20 years ago. Um, but I still had my ovaries, just speaking mm -hmm. candidly. So I didn't okay. immediately go into menopause. Okay. Um, about five years ago, I noticed that I was starting to have hot flashes or, or what I perceived to be hot flashes. Mm -hmm. And the doctor would check my hormone level and say, nope, you're, you're not in menopause. Nope, you're not in menopause. And I'm like, yeah, I think so. I think I am. <laughs> it's, it's kind of a crazy thing because um, as women, we know our bodies. And so yeah. sometimes we have to keep pushing a thing until, until um, technology or medicine or, or yeah. people actually catch up with us. Um, but really, it was last year or year before that they became consistent. And I started having to deal with the night sweats, the lack of sleep, the exhaustion, the weight gain. Um, and the hot flashes during the day. And it's been kind of comical because I do public speaking and teaching for a living. And so, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I'm in front of a group of people and I start to have a hot flash and I'm still talking, but I politely walk over to my bag, grab a fan and I start fanning. And I said, y'all are having a personal summer. I know this is weird, but we're just going to embrace it as part of the day and keep it moving because I just refuse to feel bad about it or try to hide something that is a natural part of life. Yeah. I remember you saying personal. I'm sort of beginning to collect my favorite terms for hot flash and yours is so far my favorite, a personal summer. Yes. That. <laughs> yes. It, it is, you know, it's really, uh, I, I remember my mom going through this, literally mm -hmm. seeing her strip in the kitchen, turn on the ceiling fan. And it didn't matter. Roll down the car windows. It could be snowing outside. You know, when you have a family, everybody goes through menopause with you. They yes. all have a personal summer, whether yes. they're having one or not. And so now I find myself doing that. Today, I'm shooting videos for the online academy. And all all of a sudden I will feel the hot flash coming on. So between yeah. shoot, the air has to be like on 65. Everybody else has on a sweatshirt except me. <laughs> I'm cool with that. You kind of got to embrace it as it comes. It's true. You know, um, my husband has started sleeping in long sleeve shirts 
because I have the fan going all night. <laughs> and um, I, when I do these interviews, I have lights that are, I'm sure you know, they're so hot. And so like my office is on the side where the sun comes in in the afternoon. So the sun is beating on the office. The lights are hot. And I've started thinking maybe even with the ceiling fan on, maybe I need to do all my interviews in the morning because <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah. I, I wasn't sure how I was going to get through summer. And so I told you before we started recording, I ice skate and mm -hmm. that's the, the, best place to have a hot flash because I'm skating and I just unzip my jacket. I'm like, ah, oh. and it's like, ah, oh, this is so wonderful. I'm, I need this hot flash. It's cold in here. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I am, but you know, it's a little crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you have to find what works for you. One, one of the lessons yeah. I've learned is to love life in every season. Yeah. And not try to fight it, but but to embrace what's happening, be present in it, and find ways to make peace with it. And so I don't, I'm just not fighting it. You know, I'm not going to feel bad about it. I'm not going to be embarrassed about it. I'm I'm not going to get mad every time it happens. It's just a natural part of life. I'm trying to embrace it and handle it with grace, you know? <laughs> yes, yes. And it's hard. You said you saw your mom go through it. I remember seeing my mom go through it, but we didn't talk about it a lot. Did you talk about it with your mom? Did you have a lot of conversations about it? I mean, did you know what to expect? I did not know what to expect. No. And it's kind of a weird and freaky thing to f see a person all of a sudden be sweating and there's no reason <laughs> to be sweating. Yeah. And we did talk about it, but it, it didn't, um, I, I would say it didn't dawn on me that this will happen to you too. Yeah. And there's really nothing to describe. There's nothing to prepare you for an inferno happening in your body, which for me starts at the tips of my ears. And oh. it's, you know, all of a sudden you're sweating from places you didn't know have pores. There's yes. no way to prepare <laughs> you for that. But, but my mom, um, you know, she handled it kind of with grace too. It was just a natural part of her life. And um, luckily she did not have the mood swings that I know that some other women face as a part of this hormonal change. And so it wasn't um, it, it, to me as uh, cataclysmic, you know, yeah. as it would be to watch her go through the mood swings. Um, but certainly it was tough, you know, because you got to change clothes, you don't get rest. It, it's, you're just going through a lot all at one time. Yeah. And it's true. When you said the whole family goes through it, it's true. Um, my husband occasionally has to go in another room if I'm sort of, I, I, I have these phases where night sweats are worse. Mm -hmm. And so he has to go in another room and sleep because I'm tossing and turning and he can't sleep at all. So, you know, somehow somebody's got to get sleep in this house. <laughs> so. Yeah, it, it is. Um... You know, it's a, a really crazy thing, but sometimes I have to literally get up and change clothes and change the sheets. Yeah. It can be that bad. Um, and the problem with it is, it, not so much for me, the night sweats, that is what it is, is the lack of sleep, the inner yeah. sleep that really is a challenge to try to manage. And I've had to learn to offer myself some grace. If I'm tired in the morning from night sweats, I, I'm learning. Have you ever read the book, The Four Agreements? Yes. So yes. that last agreement, always do your best. 
-hmm. One of the things they teach you is your best shows up different from moment to moment based on the circumstances. Right. I've had a night where I wake up three times drenched and I got to change clothes and take a shower. I just learned to extend myself some grace for that next day because I'm not going to be like, yay, could you hear that? I'll be like, yay. You know, it's, it's, it's a part of the journey and I do what I can to manage it, but there are some things I'm like, oh my gosh, where's yeah. it coming from? It's out of left field. It's true. It's true. I will say they've gotten better. Like all of this stuff has gotten better, but it, it's tough. It's really tough. Yeah. Yeah. And the good news is there's a lot of information out now about the foods that help that trigger hot flashes and yeah that are really increasing your symptoms. So I try to be mindful about my sugar intake, certainly my caffeine, um, when I drink caffeine now, especially, um, Mm -hmm. so that I can do what I can to moderate the symptoms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we are going to take a short break for a word from our show sponsor, which I am going to share. It's a little story. And then we're going to talk about solutions. I think this will be a good segue. So here we go. For many women, menopause comes with hot flashes and night sweats, and they can be brutal. Mine kept me awake all night, so I was tired and cranky all day long. I tried all kinds of supplements and CBD oils, but nothing put a dent in my hot flashes. Then, I started using Medterra's CBD oil, and my hot flashes and night sweats were dramatically reduced in severity and frequency, so I wake up less often and get a lot more sleep. Just a dropper under my tongue in the morning and another one at night, and my hot flashes decreased by about 80%. And unlike many of the CBD oils I tried, there's almost no taste to Medterra's CBD oil, which makes it a lot easier to take. Get your CBD oil at medterra.com today and use the promo code MENOPAUSEMOMENT, all lowercase, for 10% off your order. Okay, Katrina, what was the biggest challenge for you and how'd you solve it? I think the biggest challenge for me was probably um, the night sweats. Yeah. And I'm not sure that I have. Um, I, I have solved them yet. I still have them, not as often. I've been able to moderate a lot through my diet. I've noticed that mm-hmm. The less caffeine I intake and the less sugar I eat, the less night sweats and hot flashes I have. I think Mm -hmm. that's triggering them for me. Chocolate is a big one too. You know, I have to minimize the amount of chocolate I eat in order to not have hot flashes during the day. So for me, it's mainly been through my diet. Yeah. Yep. For me, booze was a big one. So I occasionally like a gin and tonic. I like a glass of wine now and then, but not anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's very, it's very sad. You know, I always think like the one time in your life, like this is the time you'd really want to be drinking. (laughs) Forget it. Yeah. Wine and and beer and alcohol of any kind is a, is a trigger for me. So yeah. And a lot of that still has the sugar in it too, right? Yeah. 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 I, I went on Weight Watchers and that helped a lot because it really encourages you to focus on the healthier foods and, you know, vegetables and fruits, but, but healthier things. And that helped me a lot because it got me off a lot of carbs. You but, know what? I did too. I tried Weight Watchers. That's funny. And it actually does work when you it work. Does. It absolutely works. Um, one of the things, you know, the weight gain is real. It's like yes, serious. It is. And there's probably 10 pounds that I've been struggling still to get off. But a funny thing happened. I had a birthday. I, I turned 50. And at 50 in a day, I stopped worrying about my weight. It's a, it's a hilarious thing. Like That's incredible. 
the end of the day. But what I did transfer it to is a commitment to take care of myself and yeah. um, in a healthy, practical way. I, for many years, I worked at the American Heart Association. So I'm a big believer in eating in moderation. Mm-hmm. And um, so now I'm not necessarily on a diet, but I'm just not doing a whole lot of sugar because right. It increases the hot flashes, but that's also in some ways taking care of the weight gain. Yeah. I'm also back to exercising, but on a really practical level, mm-hmm. you know, walking outside, trying to do two or three miles a day, boosting it with like a boot camp or a Pilates course during, right. the- um, because in this season of my life, it's really about um, ensuring that I'm strong and healthy, yeah. not gaining any additional weight. Yeah, I, I gained like 10 pounds and it happened surprisingly quickly. And all of a sudden I had weight in places I don't usually carry it. And I was like, what is happening here? What's going on? It's a really strange thing that your body really changes. And isn't it funny though, and this is really at the heart of why I, I started the show. Isn't it funny how we all are going through the same things but none of us were really prepared for it. Right. And it's really uh, an odd thing. So the funny part about my weight gain story is it happened really quickly like yours. Mm -hmm. And so I go to the doctor because clearly something is wrong. (laughs) My (laughs) adrenal glands or, you know, like I have a hormone imbalance. (laughs) I know that there must be some reason. Mine was I'm dying. (laughs) I have a tumor. So I'm going to the doctor the same year I started talking about these night sweats but I never connected like the menopause and the weight gain like I got this tumor or something happening over here that's causing me to gain weight and I'm having night sweats I think I'm in menopause and the doctor's like you're not in menopause and you're eating and drinking too much so I need you to you know get back in the gym and all that the funny part is I had no motivation to go to the gym. Now I've, mm-hmm. I've exercised my whole adult life. I really have. I was like big in jazzercise and I loved aerobics and then I went to step. Yeah. So I've, I've been active my whole adult life, but it, I just had no motivation. Like I didn't want to do it. And it was an odd thing because it was this mental barrier that was keeping me from the gym while at the right. same time I see myself gaining weight and I cannot figure out what all these changes are happening in my body. Until I started researching menopause. And I'm like, this is what's happening to me. Like all these (laughs) things are happening to me. Yes, I am premenopausal. It's been kind of a funny journey to take my life back. Like say all things are happening to me, but I can still take charge of my health. And that's the mental shift I had to make. In addition to finding some exercise I actually like in this season, because I got to get outside. I got to get the vitamin D. I got to engage with life differently so that I'm I'm, um, feeding my insides as well as taking care of my body. Yes. Yes. Like forest bathing, going out (laughs) in nature is so good for you. Yeah. I, I mean, it baffles me how little how unprepared we are and how little we know about it. And I wonder, I think about my mom and I wonder, was she unprepared? Like she didn't even have the net. Like how was she researching? Who knows? She was unprepared too. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) I remember our our moms having it, but when you really think about it, something else was going on in our life then. And and that's the thing when you're really present in the season you're in, you know, these other things sneak up on you. And and that for me is the thing about menopause. Mm -hmm. I think if you have a total 
scheduled hysterectomy and you're thrown into menopause and you get all the symptoms at one time, you probably have a different experience than if you gradually evolve into it and you see yourself gaining weight and you have a night sweat and then don't have one for three weeks and then you have another one and the symptoms appear so random. It's it's hard to tie all the pieces together. Oh yeah. Everything starts to present on a continuous basis and you're like, oh, that's what it is. Because some of the symptoms mimic other things. And so you do think something like is really wrong with me. My heart, it, it doesn't click that yeah. like pre-menopause or it's menopause because the rest of the stuff is, is still happening. You know, I know women who were still menstruating for long periods of time, but experiencing all these symptoms. And so it's really difficult, I think, to prepare for something that does yeah. in some ways gradually happen. Exactly. And you know, it's funny, I, I was also, in, and uh, on I had night sweats all summer last summer, mm-hmm. and I just thought, oh, summer, it's hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, the madness. Hey, Katrina, thank you for joining me on the show today. Oh, it's been so wonderful to do so. You know, it's, I must say, it is nice to have a space where women can candidly talk about what's happening to us yeah. without guilt, without fear, without judgment, and, and just have fun with it. I mean, this stuff is real, but it doesn't have to, to control us. I mean, exactly. We have many things we can do to take charge. Exactly. I just, I want this to be a place where we can laugh at the madness of it and we can connect with one another. And, and, you know, I, I, my whole life I've been, you know, I I don't, I don't have a lot of female friends that I'm super close to. Like I have many friends, but I, I don't usually get super close and bond. I don't bond super closely with a lot of women and it's just, the way I am. And so, you know, my, my husband is my best friend. And so interestingly, this show though has already made me feel closer to other women in a way I really haven't before. And it's really cool. It's a really interesting new thing. So, and and it's perhaps more personal than anything I've ever done. So weird. (laughs) Well, do you want to join me for an after show? Absolutely. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. Well then, that's, let's see here. Let me move my notes. All right. So, so we'll do an after show. Uh, viewers, if you'd like to join us for the after show, hey, we're going to get, I'm going to get better at this, by the way. This is, you know, the first show. Okay. Yes, give me a break. All right. If you'd like to join us for the after show, we're going over to menopausemoment.com. That's the only place you can see the after show. So come on over, join us. Katrina and I are going there. All the cool kids will be there. Come on over. We'll see you over there. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.